friends. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> another good day. We uh going to you live from uh, yesterday. Is this live? No, that's the joke. It's live from yesterday because it's recorded and just put up at a different time. I understand. That's part of the bit. Um, we're here at Hope Covenant Church, which is a place that we now uh, work. For all intents and purposes. For all intents and purposes. I mean, yeah, it's, it's uh, I haven't done any homework since starting work here. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but yeah, I, I've uh, been... We've, we've both been here working on stuff, doing the live stream, setting up the set you see behind you, setting up the lights you see behind you, behind us, in, in front of you, in front of, in front of the camera, yep, behind us, um, and it's been a really good time. I, I'm I'm pretty happy. Yes, and considering the scope of our last three episodes, this is not typical. It's not. <laughs> no, I was just thinking right now that uh, we usually cut a little bit in our podcast. We'll just cut around a little bit of the of the whoopsies. Some mm-hmm. of the oh spaghettios don't make their way into the podcast, and so I'm like, well, there's yeah. gonna be a couple neat camera cuts in here. <laughs> this will be fun. Just some nice fade to black, fade back in. Right. Yeah, I guess. That's how the H3H3 podcast does it. They just fade to black? Yeah, same with the Bible Project, same with Gus and Eddie. Like, if they need a cut, they just whoop, whoop. Mm. It's not a big deal. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yes, well, sir. welcome to episode four. I'm Caleb. I'm Mitchell. We are recording ourselves speaking in multiple facets now. Multiple formats or, and distributing it and calling it cellmates. Distributing it also in multiple facets. In multiple <laughs> facets. Uh, I should figure out a YouTube upload process now probably i've been saying i need to do that and i sure upload the file i am gonna do that now no, that's fine i think or just to have it maybe yeah just kind of to have just have it yeah yeah that's fair see see what we looked like when we were 21 the day before you turned 22 oh <laughs> <laughs> bro my birthday has not been on my radar at all isn't that wild it's pretty wild i i just like i'll look at the at the calendar or whatever you know and i'll i'll be like oh 28th of March. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. (laughs) All right. And I usually have something else that I care about more. Um, Like editing videos. Yeah. Like doing, doing stuff. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's been really cool because I have gotten a chance to do stuff that I actually care about and that I actually, well, not that I didn't care about like television or the news, but it just, it was not, it stopped being edifying at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Um, now, I think that doesn't mean that news or TV as a category is not edifying. I have some very good friends that are incredibly gifted and are going to go super far places. I, there's one in my mind in particular that I know I'm going to watch on national television. In oh, 100%. Years. Yeah. 100%. And I'm going to be somewhere, maybe in television, maybe ministry, maybe in underwater basket weaving, who knows. And I'm going to uh, look on TV and Lord willing, one of my children will be like, Dad, this guy who I'd love to actually have him on the pod. Hmm, Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? No. Is it Ernie? It's not Ernie. I would love to see Ernie. T- actually, no, this everything I just said applies to Ernie, though. Uh, I'm thinking of Nick. Oh, Nick's really Popoloff? Nick Snuffleupagus, yeah. Bling uh, boy? <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Uh-oh. Nick Nick is just a ton of guy-given talent, and I would love to see him on the pod, too. But Sure. Um, but, Make yeah, sure I mean, Nick Spiliopoulos just said that uh, crazy sports – opinion or whatever and then <laughs> and then I'd be like yeah I uh, I know him well I could call him right now and it's just gonna be one of those things yeah that'd be cool anyway um, TV's good 
TV is a blessing. TV, TV and news people are very important and they work really hard. I said this before, and I think mm-hmm, in episode mm-hmm. two that that journalists are not the media. That I get it. You need a blanket term, like you need words to cover large areas. I get that. Also, journalists. A lot of the friends that I have that are in the industry are busting their butts to cover yeah, coronavirus definitely. as best they can, and it's it's a really tough tough go for them but uh god has worked in that i am not the news station that i oversee and work at uh is not on the television air anymore and won't be so my last news show is behind me which is kind of sad it is super sad it's really really sad just make more news here yeah well that's the thing is that i realized that like the news is fun but it's not as edifying i love storytelling and i've there's been a, a large part of my heart my creative mind that loves storytelling documenting and making really dope looking stuff. Mm-hmm. And those are three things that I've gotten to do here with the tools that God has provided through hope, through our great friend Cody Pratt, that Canon Rebel T6i that he mentioned on last episode. We got our hands on the next day, and it is a beautiful piece of equipment. It's very cute. It I'm going to go get it for the video. Are you? Not yeah. for the pod. Not for the pod, just for the video. Um, and so, are you going to shoot video? Oh, you're going to just show it. Yes, a wonderful piece of equipment. Thank you. Thank you, Cody, again. Um, and so, yeah, I, I've i just been doing a lot of that. Caleb's been honestly just a champ in the booth. I, <laughs> I haven't told you this yet. It has been unreal, the level of skill and patience and understanding that this man brings to to Hope Cove Media. Uh, Hope Cove Creative Tech uh, Hope Team. Hope Cove Creative Tech Team. I have always been gifted more in understanding vision off the bat, mm-hmm. like on average, like in a given situation, kind of at random. It's a little ironic, actually. Why? Because of your vision. Because I need glasses? Yeah. <laughs> um, there are so many times when Caleb's like, look at that, and it's like across the room, and I'm like, I have nothing for you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I understand vision, guys. Yeah, no, but like vision for projects. Like we're sitting here in a fully set up sanctuary, like for a normal church, and Rachel's like, we need to set up a set. I was like, we could just, and I just saw it and I had it, right? So, but then a lot of the stuff in the booth with the routing and the buses and everything else is stuff that I just really struggle with. So I've been really blessed by your presence. And one of the cool things that I think God is doing here as well is that literally none of us could have done any of it without any of the other people out of the, out oh, of the, out sure. of the four, right? Because we can't do it without Brian's leadership and vision. We can't do it without Rachel's like, like, Ooh, before you get too far, okay. Let's introduce the characters. Let's, the yeah, that's that's super true. So yeah. there's me, Caleb Cop. Hello. I software engineering degree, almost. God willing, knock on wood. Um, gonna get that done in May. I have a knack for computery things. We also have our lovely friend Cody Pride, who has a knack for all things that have electricity. Yeah, <laughs> all things that you can call technology in the modern age. Not just like the wheels technology, like the, right, just right. actual technology. Uh, the, that's where Cody Brad excels. Right. So then, like, we come in, we've done the sound and this video and some other stuff. Uh, Rachel Lassen is the worship family youth. Worship and youth director. Worship and youth director of Hope Covenant Church here in St. Cloud. Um, she and Mitchell have friend history as well as ministry history. Yep. I helped out at the youth group here for a year. Yep. And then there is their lead pastor here, Brian Zahasky, 
Bless him, wonderful man. We'll get to him later. He will probably overhear part of this because he's here right now. Yeah, we could <laughs> have him on. FDA. Hop dude. on the pod. Organic. Hop on the pod. Brian Zahasky podcast. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, so those are, yeah. that's the four. The roles that I, at least how I understand them, and you can totally fight with me if you want to on this, but because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I still do think of a lot of things in a TV format, that um, <laughs> Rachel is like our lead talent person. She's like our main anchor kind of slash like she handles a lot of the content along with Brian. Brian's in an executive producer role where he has big scale vision. This is again, we'll get to this, but this is why I love his leadership style Mm -hmm. is because he, he does my, my uncle was in the Marines. He was a force recon Marine and he, I was talking with him one time and he was talking about what the difference is between good leaders and great leaders. Yeah. It's good leaders uh, know where they have to go and great leaders Know where they have to go, tell their team, and then walk away and let and build a team and let their team do their job. And so Brian does that here. He's pull like, I cord, need let it run. What I said, pull the cord, let it run. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so Brian will be like, Hey, I need this, or do you think this should happen? Yeah, okay, we got it. Okay, yep, and it'll just walk away. Like, we just there it is, cool. And then we, I love that because it gives me space, it gives me room to operate and breathe. So I'm kind of in a, in a producer again, a producer role, <laughs> where like I'll ask you, hey Caleb, can this happen? And you know what's going on in the booth, and you're like, yeah, this, no, no, this can't. Happen. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the way it's played out, and it's been such a breath of fresh air, honestly, for my soul. I was just getting really burnt out with. TV news and so yeah. this this whole this media this creative media with ministry thing going on has really just been kind of fantastic yeah so to, to paint the full fullest picture we can now um, Mitchell and I met up completely informally with a pastor man of a church in the cities correct and we his name is Jake yes by the way. we just talked with him about Mitchell's story, my story, his story. Yep. And we realized, like, this person does, like, young adult ministry, and I doubt that they're meeting anymore because of Rona. But Yeah, probably not. But, like, the, the just what he puts out there, how they run their ministry, the type of stuff that they do sounded like an extra- extraordinary fit for Mitchell and I. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, that, like, what struck me was, like, every ministry sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, But it yeah. sounded like a fit. Like, it sounded yeah. like I can do stuff for you today today with that right and just as jake left the coffee shop mitchell and i were sitting there like i've never felt a stronger pull toward a ministry ever yeah and (laughs) (laughs) good luck well here we are it just keeps it kept getting stronger like we came back to sing cloud rachel needed help creating their live stream um we mitchell got the call just to be clear he got the call and <laughs> I, 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 here's, here's my thought process. I don't know if I told you this yet. I don't yet. think you have. So I, I heard you on the phone. Yeah. I knew it was Rachel. Yeah. I heard the context of your conversation. I knew that like she needed help with live stream. Yeah. And then what did you ask me? You want to go to Hope Club and figure out a live stream? Yeah. yeah. And like right after your sentence or like barely before you finished it, I was like, I'm going, I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you had gotten up. I remember this now. Yeah. So we're sitting in my living room. Or my, it's, it's my living room. Um, I'm sitting in our living room, and uh, Rachel calls me and says, "Hey, can you come by later this afternoon?" Yeah. And 
I was like, uh, yeah, sure, no problem. And as you can overhear it, you I see you start to get up and put on your shoes or something like that. And I already knew we were going to go run some errands, so I thought it was for that. Right, yeah. And then I was like, okay, cool. And so then you know, Rachel and I finish our conversation. I'll see you later for sure. Goodbye. And then I look up at you. I'm like, do you want to head over to You're like, let's go. I'm I'm ready. Like your shoes were on. You were, like, you were just ready to go. And I was like, oh. And looking back on this, it strikes me because of the conflict that you and I have had between each other in the last week. Yeah. has been really difficult for me because I just hate fighting with the people I love the most. Damn. In, in most <laughs> cases, <laughs> um, I think my little brother might have a couple counterpoints there. But, um, <laughs> but... I hate, well, I'll say this. I hate fighting with you. Um, mm. And so this has just been a brand new thing. I mean, it's a brand new thing everywhere, right? And COVID is is, is doing what COVID will do. But um, so with the new scenario, it's been a point of conflict. And it's always been like, I'm convinced that I'm just keeping you around and you don't want to be here. Mm. And then telling the story again is like, he was ready to go before I was. He was, <laughs> I was there and you were five seconds behind me. Right. So. That's a cool little bit of reflection. So we showed up. Rachel had a baby camera, a baby microphone. She was going uh, to point. Not a baby monitor. Like, not the kind of thing you'd put to make sure your kid's not, you know, Sorry, falling right. out of a crib. <laughs> like, little baby doo-doo camera. Like, tiny, not very good camera I right I think the there. camera can hear us. I don't really care. <laughs> I'll say that to the camera's <laughs> face. That camera sucks. Wow. She loves the mic. She loves the mic. The mic is one of those uh, blue, like, Yeti Snowball mics. Mm-hmm. It, I like the mic. It's got usability. As long as you hold it, like, right, right up to your face. Her. her plan was to just put it in front of the room and then put the webcam in front of the room and just do church. Right. And we were like, yeah, that, that is not going to no work. No. So Brian Zahasky goes, I'm going to buy a Canon 90D for church, which is what we're recording on right now. Yeah. And... We're like, oh, okay. And then we start the idea of building a set. We get the equipment. Beautiful set. We bring in some lights. We bring in some more lights. To be clear. Yeah. We didn't do much to build this set necessarily. I think I, I see it. We're 45% responsible for building this oh, set. Oh, for sure. Because the, this these pallets. So this is. There are four pallets put together. Three. Because these are halves. He had to cut them. Okay. So, so these are three pallets. Three pallets. And then there's a black backdrop behind it. We we were yeah. we did that. And then there's a bunch of stacked up chairs to counterweight it. So this I forget his name. I'm sorry, sir, if you ever run into this piece of media, but this very capable craftsman man came in. Handy man. Handy man came in and just nailed this thing together and built it. Rachel Caleb and I put everything together and then brought lights in and stuff and uh, got the live stream up after a lot of hard work. A lot of problem solving. Yeah. Uh, particular shout out. Sh- wow. Particular shout out to Cody Pratt. Again. Again for uh, <laughs> helping us, even though he's not one of the listed four members on the HCC Creative Media Tech team. Right. He uh, is invaluable to, to this live stream. So there's all that. But what I kind of want to talk about today is about how this experience has been formative for our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just for me, it's been huge because I've been so much, I forget the coordinates for this verse, but uh, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. I think that's Proverbs a Proverbs 3, a proverb. 5 and 6. I know it's in the Bible. I've got that down. 
So I'm basically in heaven right now. Um, you know, so. <laughs> um, heaven has a lot of wood. Hey, man. Heaven in the kingdom, buddy. Uh this whole bit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just uh, the I, I've been so long leaning on my own understanding that TV is what I'm gifted for. Mm-hmm. TV is what I'm good at. It's what I'm called to. Um, and and uh, my one of my well, my main mentor, my discipler, Brian Feltman, um, told me on the phone right after this coffee in this meeting we had with Jake uh, that. He's like, your gifts are good at TV, but it is not true to think that you were just intrinsically and specifically gifted for TV. Mm. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean you're for that forever. Mm. But like your gifts was so I asked him like, could I successfully work in ministry? Do you think? And without before he even finished the question, he was like, absolutely no question. No question. He had no doubt. <laughs> he was like, there's no doubt in my mind that you could do it. And I was like, huh, okay, thanks. I'm going to go eat Raising Cane's with Caleb. Uh, <laughs> Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's. But, yeah, that's just what this has been for me is, like, God completely switching everything up on me. And that's kind of what I think something God is doing through COVID. I'm not saying some theological perspective that God planned COVID or that he's nuking the world with COVID. I'm not saying anything that God right. is acting through COVID. I don't see any locusts yet. That's so true. So I think we're safe. However, God does work all things according to his purpose. So mm-hmm. whether he planned it or not, he's working with it. It's true. And for me, how that affects me is that since everything got turned upside down and because I only have my apartment in here to go, I get to just be home or sleeping, resting or here working in ministry and video. And yeah. bless it's, the Lord. It bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. It, it's, it's been a chance for me to really understand how, much I could really do this. Mm-hmm. It's just like a melting pot. It's just like it got. It's like it's like a ministry lab. It's like it just everything gets confined <laughs> down, and all the all the different variables are finely tuned to show me that I could actually do this. Yeah. So that's what's been really yeah. cool for me for my totally. faith. What's about you, my brother, man, friend? I think for me, um, like going from this coffee shop conversation into jumping in with Hope Covenant, like a few points of faith that I have really grown in is that like God's body is God's body. Um, I never felt like a member of Hope Covenant Church. Yeah. Like I've gone here a few times and I met Rachel. I didn't know Brian even existed before this past week, (laughs) (laughs) but like I feel committed to here Yeah, because like this is where God has put us to fill a need. Yeah. God's given us a love of this church. Yes, absolutely. I, we, we spent a lot of our time in college at Westwood church. Yes. Um, I love Westwood. Church. I love Westwood church. I love Brian Feldman. Yes. I love I, Dave Sautner. I love Dave Sautner. Uh, other people that I can't remember their main names, but Steve but Weber, Steve Weber. I love Steve Weber. The <laughs> <laughs> um, lot. It, it's been a blessing an absolutely. absolute blessing. And it's been a better home church than I could ever have asked for. Oh, in, totally. in college. Yeah. Also, my heart is here. For right now. At For least. right now, at least yeah. it is. And so that's also new. Yeah. But but it's it's it uh it affirms what you're saying that totally. that the sense of the body is very real here. Yeah. Which I think is in part with Brian's leadership particularly. Oh, totally. Um another thing too is that like in this time of COVID nineteen, there is so much unknown. 
I like uh, my work. Uh, they've been emailing me. I'm slated to start June 22nd, but they keep sending out these emails like, hey, we'll try to get your onboarding stuff to you soon. We'll try to help you figure it out. I'm like, dude, I these emails are making me feel like I don't have a job. And if I don't have a job, then okay. Okay. I guess. <laughs> uh, but like, I feel at peace. I feel yeah. at peace with what God is doing. Even and especially after Tim Wall's address. Yes. Bless the governor. Oh man. Oh. I have never wanted to follow a political official more than after Tim Wall's address to the state of Minnesota regarding COVID-19. That was really good. I, he's, uh, I believe he's a Democratic Party affiliation. Yes. I mean, it's a blue state, so there's that. Um, mm-hmm. But he reflected a lot of the same values that I myself have. Yeah. Which is like safety. He, well, he, the term he kept on using was smart strategic mitigation. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. he's like, we're not going to do stuff out of impulse. We're not going to do stuff because we're scared. Mm-hmm, we're not going to mm-hmm. do stuff in a panic response to the other direction. Right. We're going to know what we're doing. We're going to we're going to know why we're doing it, and we're going to do it to save lives. Right. So he made it clear it was not just like we're going to not wash our hands because then COVID might get everywhere on everything icky. It was not that kind of answer. It was like people will die if we don't have enough ICU beds. We need to buy time. The whole state can buy time for the medical people mm-hmm. to get what they need to heal people. Mm-hmm. We can beat this. Yep. I was like, okay, cool. This is why we're doing it. Yep. Great. I like. I understood. I love. He put graphs in his PowerPoint that made sense. He had slide numbers in his PowerPoint. That's just a piece of for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then reading his executive order, he worded it very, very well. Mm-hmm. Especially. What was that the- bit about the constitutional? Uh, um, rights part that you pointed so out. So at the very end of his executive order, um, he wrote that any, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was like any explicit disobeying of this EO can net you up to a $1,000 fine and no more than 90 days in prison. And then he added this point at the end, like this in no way allows law enforcement officers to um, what is it? Not trample, but like go against your. Yeah, he said trample to trample on your constitutional. Yeah, trample rights. on your constitutional rights. Which I I just love that because yeah, totally. I <laughs> here it is. I uh, politically affiliate with a Republican from twenty years ago. Sure. Like I I do not feel comfortable calling myself a Republican right now. Um, nor do I feel comfortable calling myself a Democrat right now. Sure. So what Tim Wall said and the whole value and his whole stance behind what he was saying was just exactly where I stand, was just centrist, common-sense politician. Yeah. Where he's like, this is what we got to do. Also, your constitutional rights matter. Right. Not, not everybody, you're not less American because COVID's here. Right. The piece that I really loved about his EO was the section on people exempt exempt from shelter in place and this is for everyone listening and watching potentially yeah the reason we're here is he specifically said faith workers and leaders who need to be in-house to do their work can do that um you specifically specifically those who he, he wrote this out like those who plan distribute and record content for the community they are allowed to go do that yeah but that he, was really he named cool. through online methods. Yes. And so that was kind of part that was unclear was that like, 
what's going to happen now? What does shelter in place mean? Right, right. I was genuinely comfortable with, it, I mean, as long as leadership here was comfortable with it, with mm-hmm. sleeping on the couch in the youth room and working here. Like, this is where right. I need to be. Yeah. And, and then he's like, also, we're fine. Right. And Now, granted, the EO specifically says you're allowed to go out of your home, but only <laughs> yeah. from home to work, supplies, and child care. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you, we don't have child care needed. Nope. <laughs> we have supplies yep. enough, so we'll go once a week For probably. Now. I, we could probably go longer than that if we had to. But, right. Uh, we got supplies. Child care is not an issue. Right. This is where we work. So, so here we are. Here we are. That definitely has been a huge bolstering in my faith. Yeah. I was afraid. I was afraid after he gave the video and the EO wasn't out yet. I was like, what's going to happen? Yeah. That was the first moment of actual, like, kind of considering and fear. Yeah, me too. Because I'm like, there could be the potential that someone pulls me over and says, where are you going? And I say, I'm going to go do faith work. And they're like, that's not, that's not allowed. And then I read the EO Mm-hmm. And God was like, hey, man, it's all good. I'm working it out. We're working it out. Um, I'm going to use this uh, to pivot into the body, if we're not already in the body of what it. we're talking about. Um, one of the most influential things about working here for the last week and what I imagine will continue to be influential about con- working here is the leadership of uh, lead pastor Hope Covenant Church, Brian Zahasky. Brian Zahasky. I had heard Pastor Brian preach. I had talked to him a little bit, but really in kind of like superficial church you know, throwback to when we shook hands, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like just hi, I'm Brian. Hi, Mitchell. Great to meet you. Thanks for playing piano. Yeah, no problem. Like I played here with crew one time and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never a negative interaction, but it just wasn't very deep. And then uh, we show up that day that Rachel asked us to come just, it was kind of like a consulting day. It's like, can you come see if I'm doing it wrong? And mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, you mean completely do the entire thing for you. And Brian was right there in lockstep with our creative vision. Yeah. And and so the fact that he provided the materials that we needed to do, like, like it was just a really good leaders give their people that they're leading the tools they need to succeed. And then the followers honor that leadership mm-hmm. by succeeding and by creating the product that the leaders are asking for yeah, with space between them for slack, for movement, right? So Brian gets the equipment, gets the camera, gets the lights, and then... He says, go off, and he goes off to his office and writes a sermon and handles his business and trusts us to do our job in here. Yeah. And also is open for feedback back to him and stuff like that. Neither totally. of them, ne- neither him nor Rachel are like inaccessible. Yeah. And then there are times where I am like just rolling with an idea that I love. And then I'm like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And he's like, yes, I don't want anything I'm about to say to stifle any ounce of your creative vision. And, and creative spirit at all. Mm. Also, this just isn't going to work. And it's been really good that he says one in conjunction with the other. Totally. Because he was just like, no, 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 no. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and being myself, being a three, if you've been keeping up, I would totally just <laughs> reinvent my creative intent to try to get approval from a man that I admire. Yeah. And instead, he's like, keep doing it how you're doing it, the way you're doing it. Yeah. 
Let's tweak. Let's play. Let's work. Really quick, uh, non-ad read. Non-ad if you read. would like to see the live stream we've created and yes. the set that we help construct yes. and the production we're creating, look up Hope Covenant Church on the YouTube. Yep. It's the one that has the white and gold and kind of grayish logo. And their live stream looks like it's pressed up against a bunch of pallets. Yeah. <laughs> it's... it's uh, I mean, it was the first thing that came up when I searched. So. Not for me, but... Oh, okay. That's fine. It's fine. That's fine. You'll find it. Um, also, we they're, they're going to be plugging it on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Right, right, so right, right. just get in touch with Hope Covenant Church. Um, Ooh. While we're ad reading... Go for it. Uh, go follow at This Man Edits on, <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. This um, Man Edits. I, so that's a, a handle for the accounts that I'm using to put out my creative video stuff. The handle comes from when I would just edit stuff with <laughs> Caleb and I'd be like, you know, no, check it out, check it out, check it out and do something kind of dope. And then Caleb would be like, this man edits. This man edits, That's bro. crazy. This man <laughs> edits. And so I took that and I Googled it just to see what the SEO was and nothing. The first thing that came up was in Arabic. I'm not kidding. It was just like Heck yes. some, some whatever spam, like, I don't know. It, it was not English. And I was like, okay, cool. This man edits is all mine. Awesome. <laughs> There's nobody else here. <laughs> Rona. Uh, <laughs> so can I do a tertiary? Anthem? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quotes from quarantine. Yes. Go on Spotify. Yes. Go on any podcast distribution thing you find. Google podcasts. Look up quotes from quarantine. One of them will have two episodes. One of them will have multiple. Listen to the ones with multiple. Mitchell yeah, they're on I. episode three right now. I think they're on episode three. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. Brian, how many quotes from quarantine do you have now? Trace. Trace. Three of them? Okay. Yeah. We're gassing you up right now on our podcast. I feel gassed. Do you, <laughs> you feel gassed? It's <laughs> good. I'm not sure. Is that a good thing? It is. Is that a dietary? Th- okay. Uh, a di- <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave that there. When when, when a grown man looks at me and says, "I feel gassed," you gotta you have to <laughs> you're either talking about compliments, weed, or or bowel movement. Those are the three things you're talking about. So I don't really know which direction to go. Either way, quotes from quarantine. Quotes from quarantine. Beautiful. Great. <laughs> It's a beautiful title. It's got Rachel beautiful artwork. By yeah, the way. artwork by Rachel Lassing. Yep. Uh, it's got Rachel and Brian on there, as well as most recently Brian's spouse, Esposa. Uh, Mitchell and I are on there at one point. Or, yeah, we're on there for a little segment. Um, that was also a thing that struck me about because uh, I was always like being pastor's kid and then my mm. mom having cancer. Like a mm-hmm. lot of people would, like drop off hot dish and you know whatever to help out. But that hasn't literally hasn't happened for like five, six years. Right. So when we were here, we we're just working the normal day. And even even though we knew we were knew they were coming, this couple shows up with a, with lunch and with energy drinks and says, <laughs> guys, we are deeply grateful for your gifts and your time spent here giving us church. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And it was the first time I got to see somebody that, like, is a genuine audience member that doesn't have any influence or bias from here. Like, like Maria, or Brian's wife, Maria, um, watched it because we asked her to for feedback. Oh, right, she's, right, like, right, on right. the focus. She's, like, there's kind of an unofficial focus group of people that are just direct connections to the team. So when they tell us stuff, I'm like, okay, cool. That's feedback. That's that's whatever. You know, they, they need to say that. But, like, when people out of nowhere just come up and say, are you Caleb and Mitchell? Or like uh, Cheryl did that on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Just walks up to us. Are you Caleb and Mitchell? Uh, uh yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the whole church, uh, 
is interacting with the content. That's the coolest thing for me is that this church mm-hmm. loves their church so much that they are just eating up every piece of content we put out. Oh, yeah. And so that's just what's really striking so to me. bless Brian's leadership for that. Honestly, yes. Yeah. Because like, I don't think an like a older, less like socially, technologically, internetally aware pastor could have done what he's done. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Just like, cause, cause this whole thing is not quite brand new, but it's new in a church setting, you know, like too many degrees, especially I think in the Minnesotan church, if I can be that generalistic that I think you can save the biggest ones, right? Like there's just online content's not the biggest thing. That's just right, still right, right. kind of coming in. And then Brian's like podcast kid stuff, online church, right? But online church isn't even online church. It's, it's a completely reinvented thing, yeah. which I think is great. We, um, actually I walked in today. I'm going to FDA approved organic walk away and grab some more beverage. Can you actually fill this with water? With water? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I'll, I'll take this part. Okay. Um, yeah. So I walked in today, uh, right before we were doing the pod and Brian was on his computer he's like, Hey, I liked your Marco Polo idea. I'm setting up a group Marco Polo for the church. So they have, they send out daily memory scripture and they're encouraging people to send videos to the church for the purpose of um, having the church, like, maybe eventually compile, like, people creating videos for the scripture. And I'm like, dude, Marco Polo is a great way to do that. You just, everyone sends their polos of their of them reciting scripture. Some of them are doing it to music. And it is just absolutely beautiful to see human beings uh, interact with scripture in this way in such a new fashion and world. Um, that's also in part of Rachel's leadership. I don't want to discount that. Like Rachel Lassen has been an absolute amazing influence and innovator and person with great ideas and, uh, excuse me, a great heart for this ministry, uh, especially around worship. Like I don't really know what I would do if I was a worship leader and it's like, okay, we're going to switch from our stage to a living room. That's essentially what they want to construct here. And it's like to, to make like a living room setting like this and make it still feel worshipful and not performy would be really hard for me specifically, but she's taken that in stride. It's been great. Um, I don't know if I told you this Mitchell, my dad, he watched, all right. I might've told you, but he, my dad watched the live stream and he's like, she has such an amazing voice. It was so genuine. You can tell she has such a heart for the Lord because of the way she worships. And I'm like, Wow. Okay, boomer. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean that affectionately. This man, okay, boomer is dad. That's wild. <laughs> no, I, you're 100 percent right. That uh, I missed a lot of what you were saying right after I left, but particularly about Rachel. Um, and that's the thing that was real when we were doing youth ministry together. And I say together, we were. I was the the chain of command was she was youth pastor, leader, director, yep. and I was a volunteer youth leader. And I was me. You were gone, <laughs> not present. But uh, but but she was always like completely down. Like, like it was very full of spirit with how unashamed she would just go for stuff for the sake of the yeah. youth ministry. And yeah. the same things here. She's just like, she's very herself. She's very goofy. She's very mm-hmm. like cringy to us Zoomers. At times, sometimes. At times, not not categorical, but there are times every once in a while we're like, eh, all right, cool, that might not hit with the fifteen year olds. That's fine. <laughs> and but it's, I think Brian said it yesterday 
while we were warming up for close from quarantine mm-hmm. that this one individual he's talking about at the time um, is one of the two people where he's been struck with their raw giftedness giftedness in ministry yeah and it was this one guy that he was talking about and Rachel Rachel, Rachel number one and it's a hundred percent true yeah so there's all that um, I if you don't mind me driving a little bit, I'd like it. to pivot into drive. An idea I'd, I'd like to Zoom. shout out the man who uh, gave us this idea, Michael Grizz Crazy. Michael Grizz Crazy, uh, who we hope will hop on the pod soon. Maybe ideally, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. I mean, he's been he's been sick. That's yeah. why he's been home. That's why it's smartly. Been well, praise God for him testing negative for COVID. Um, Bless the Lord, which is good. But anyway, I, th- I think there's there's more than one way to to perform a task i didn't want to say the way that that actually goes because that's kind of gross but um, how do you skin a cat I, okay you know what we said it so we're gonna get gross <laughs> for a second uh my brother who many of you know um when he was four or five he just learned that idiom and he was such a like he still is but he was such a goofy creative many, kid linguistically there are a lot of ways to skin a cat yeah there's, there's oh. more, the, the phrase goes there's more than one way to skin a cat okay okay okay. that's okay. the phrase so the, the point is like you know you can do this multiple ways right and so we were playing backyard football, and Alex, I forget exactly, but Alex did some football function mm-hmm. in a very different way than it was supposed to happen, uh-huh. and it was successful. And my dad goes, Alex, how did you do that? That's not even how you're supposed to do that. Yeah. And my <laughs> my brother looks my dad dead in the face. He's like five years old. Yeah. Just tiny little squeaker Alex looks my dad and goes, there's more than one way to skin a human foot. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> wow. What a quote from Alex Barnard. What a great quote from Alex Barnard. <laughs> uh, this is not our usual outro. Nope. Uh, what happened was the recording uh, was about an hour and 40 minutes long, which is a bit long for our podcast. Mm-hmm. And there were two main sections, so we just felt like it was best to split it up into two more uh, you know, succinct, succinct, yeah, succinct sections. So episode four and episode five of Cellmates are up right now as you listen to this. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, Lord, Lord willing. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, so obviously, you just heard we just talked about about ourselves, our relationship with Hope Covenant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. Episode five is a lot about our faith, about um, people that have influenced it and grown it and discipled yeah. it. Um, I really love that conversation. I do too. So. I think you will as well, listener. Yeah. So, listener, uh, sorry this is a little bit abnormal, but it's all good. There's grace for that. Um, feel free to press play for the, the rest of the of the podcast if you want to see it right, that way right. for part two. Um, but, or, or not, whatever. Well, thank you for listening, and here's how you do it. 